0: I think I've been afraid, been afraid to do this episode, this long delayed episode. I'm like trying to get comfortable here. I'm in my uh, my stepbrother's house uh, in North Carolina, uh, and I'm like recording in a closet. Uh, yeah, just fucking trying to. It's been hard, but on the so I had my guts ripped out. Uh, I don't even remember the last episode of this that I did, but. Um, Six weeks ago, we are on the sixth week since my emergency appendectomy had my damn guts ripped out. It wasn't quite that dramatic, but it felt like it. Um, yeah, I was in Los Angeles. I had, two weeks earlier, I had, like, vomited, like, violently and had a horrible stomach ache, you know, and who knows, I well, probably had something to do with it, but it just, it passed eventually, but I was like, oh, well, that was weird, and I've never had that happen before. And then two weeks later, I had another stomach ache, and I was like, "What the hell is happening?" Um, and come to find out, uh, I went to the so first I went to urgent care because I was like, "Well, this is a four day stomach ache, and I don't I don't normally have these." Um, and I went to urgent care, and they did an examination, and the lady pressed down on my appendix, and I said "ow," and she said, "You got to go to the ER," and I said, "Er," uh, she said, "Sorry," I was like, "What?" So they, I, I loaded me up. And it, this was truly just the most, like, daunting, horrifying experience. Because, like, you know, I'm alone in L.A. for the most part. Uh, I don't have a car. I'm Ubering around. So, like, Ubering around when you're sick dealing with Armenian, like, fucking Civil War uh, ex-military drivers who drive like they're escaping a fucking air raid uh, is not a comforting uh, driving experience. Um, so then I go to the E.R., uh, in LA which is a delight as I'm sure you can imagine and I have all these notes and I'm still processing the entire experience and I, I needed to wait till I was like a good ways away from it to like be able to process it because it was fucking horrifying um, so I get to the ER and I'm like yeah they sent me here for like appendicitis or something and like I'm still not entirely sure what's happening or like what that means so you know they, they admit me uh, do the whole you know start getting me in the gown that's when i that's when i was like wait what I, like i knew it was serious so like they put me in the gown they put the ivs in me uh they do you know blood tests they do a cat scan or a ct scan whichever uh i make a joke to the ct scan operator because i'm you know i'm still like we're, we're good right nothing's fucked here um He's like, you know, they fill you with iodine, which, like, makes your body feel warm. And then they scan you. And afterwards, he's like, so what was the experience? Like, how would you describe it? I was like, uh, it was like being high. And he's like, huh, no one's ever said that. I was like, no one's ever said that their entire body feeling warm is like is like being high. He's like, no, 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 no one's ever said that. So already I'm like, uh-oh, these people's bedside manner is not going to be fucking fun. So I go back to the fucking gurney in the hallway because we might as well as we might as well be in Vietnam. Like the amount of people that are there, uh, you know, I'm sitting in this gurney in the hallway. Uh, and then I'm like, you know, my mind's like, what, what, what is happening? Uh, you know, I start, well, all right. So they come back. Dude, doctor finally comes and he's just like, okay. Um, so yeah, it looks like your appendix is, uh, inflamed. It's about uh, double the size it should be. And, um, you know, typically surgery is the way to go. And that's, that's when like, you know, this the record stopped. And I was like, well, what about antibiotics? Is there something else other than cutting me open? He's like, no, I'm like, so wait, what's, what's about to happen? He's like, well, it's about to explode inside your body. I'm like, okay. Uh, how do we fix that? Well, we rip you open, yank that out and then sew you back up so it doesn't explode inside your body. So it was just, I mean, I, you know, I'm i am trying to recall the entire experience. Then I go on Facebook to be like, do I need to get this out? They're like, yeah, motherfucker, get that shit out of you. Um, and yeah, man, it was just, I don't know, being alone and lost. I mean, and, and the irony, of course, is like for anyone who's listened to any other episode of this podcast, or, or perhaps the entire uh, whatever episode this is, my stress and anxiety, I'm sure, no small part contributed to this. Uh, and this kind of, this is definitely... If ever I needed another uh, sort of wake-up call, the physical manifestation of your stress and woe, uh, killing yourself, uh, becomes readily apparent. So, silver lining, I'm definitely, like, if, I, I'm way more dialed into, like, okay, no, we are not stressing ourselves out anymore uh, as best as we can control it. Um, So, yeah, after consulting Facebook and everyone's like, yeah, get that shit out of you, I was like okay, I guess I'm having emergency uh, surgery on a Friday alone in LA. Uh, so they, they they take me to the damn surgery floor. They get me prepped. Uh, anesthesiologist comes in, and he's like, okay, we're going to give you uh, this drug to calm you down before, and then we're going to blah, blah, do all that horseshit." And it was a benzo, benzo whatever the fuck they call those. Uh, and I was like, at first, I was like, I don't want to take those. I don't want to get addicted to them. Uh but then I was like, what do you... do? I'll just take the damn drug. Uh, and, like, the few seconds, the few, like, minutes before going into surgery, I was like, oh, is this what antidepressants feel like? This is great! So I was having a party, like, the, the two minutes right before getting, you know, spliced open. Uh, and it's made me more open to trying them. Even though what they gave me, I don't think, is, like, what most antidepressants feel like. I think it was just, like, fucking, like, morphine or whatever. And I was just, like, saving private Ryan. But, yeah, man, I mean... Sitting there, laying in a hospital gurney, contemplating your mortality. You know, I texted my mom. I was like, if anything happens, give it all to my little sister. Uh, she did not respond. And then I went into surgery, having not spoken to my mother. Uh, texted a friend who, I, in the last episode, I told you FaceTime me because he thought I had killed myself. I uh, sent him a selfie of me in a medical bed. And, he, and his response is, Why? I'm like, nigga, I don't know. That's what we're trying to figure out. And then I didn't hear word one from him for like a week. So like, there's, there, fuck that guy. You know, I thought you were dead because you didn't text me for four days. Oh, here I am about to be potentially dead. Oh, I'm sorry. I was busy. I couldn't catch up with you, piece of shit. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so then, uh, yeah, so I'm laying on the hospital bed and I'm under this drug and they say, you know, count to th- count back backwards from three and... You could either wake up or not. That is the craziest, craziest concept. Like going under anesthesia. Like, that could be it. Like, you could just be gone and never, never to rise again. And it's like, you go you close your eyes, you go to sleep or whatever, and then you wake back up and you're I was violently shivering. I was like convulsing at how fucking cold I was. Uh and the doctor, he's just like, it went good. It went good. And the first thing I thought, I was like, good. But I need great, I need very well Really great, I don't want to hear good That's like a B I want I want an A on how this fucking surgery went uh, I assume it went fine I'm still here six weeks later uh, Yeah, and then laid there In the hospital, post-operative um, Was in excruciating pain uh, Tried to sleep Really couldn't uh, And in the morning, they're like Okay, good news, you can be discharged I'm like, I don't want to fucking go anywhere I'm in great pain, let me sleep They, like, want you out of there so damn fast. First lady, uh, was nice, nicer, I guess. But in the morning, I had that motherfucker. Surprise, motherfucker! He was my nurse. He, like, damn near side-kicked the door and was just like, "All right, get up, walk around, take a piss. Fuck you, bitch. Like, oof. Uh, and fortunately, I had medical insurance. Unfortunately, they're trying to tell me that the doctors they gave me were not in my network or some shit. Uh... That's being worked on. We're, we're, we're working through the illegal aspects of that right now. So the emergency room was covered, but not the people who performed the services there. It was some fucked up shit. Um, and, you know, a lot of some of my friends are like, well, don't you think this means now that everyone should get Medicare? And ironically, honestly, no, uh, I, I don't. I still don't think that's the solution. What, what I do think, I think two things. One, take care of yourself because no one in this world is going to medical medical establishment, especially. Um, it all—it just there's too many fucking people in LA. Like in an emergency, having to whether it's a medical emergency of your own or a natural disaster or whatever the case may be, you are fucked if you have to deal with humanity in general. And the idea of smaller cities, local living, has never been more appealing to me than it has been than waiting in an emergency room for someone to give a fuck about your uh, potentially life threatening ailment. Um yeah man it was heavy uh I had a had a very close college friend pick me up God bless her uh, if she if she had not I would have been in a bad place I cried when she picked me up because I was in, I was just so just weak and vulnerable and in pain uh you know wheelchaired out to the car could barely get up the stairs to my apartment um those were a horrible three weeks afterwards like the three or four weeks after three weeks after uh were really rough like i could barely move i was exhausted i couldn't even, i couldn't walk like a quarter mile to the damn supermarket uh it was rough it was not pleasant and then like you know you're feeling all this i've never had a surgery before so you're sitting there feeling all this crazy shit you know like i got like lightheaded and you know i'm like is this internal bleeding you know it, you know already being kind of a hypochondriac so i went back to the emergency room 3 days after Cause I I was dehydrated. That was that was the problem. Uh, and the same damn nurse. I think black dude. Black people really hate doing their job sometimes. He's like, well, I'm not saying you don't have real symptoms, but I'm saying there are a lot of people here today. So you know, I'm just saying. I was like, nigga, if you don't put this damn needle in me and figure out what the fuck's wrong with me, I'm going to. Yeah, you know, I'm like. But yeah, man, being in a big city sick, or being in a big city alone uh, you know, in your th- mid thirties and not alone. Like you have friends, but like, not like you used to, you know, you know, if that, if that friend of mine hadn't picked me up or like, you know, she bought me groceries and shit. Like just, I, I, I can't even describe how fucking terrifying that would have been. Uh, and how much more I hate my father for putting me in this situation. Cause that's the reason I was there. I was running from home. Uh, well, I don't hate him. It's not his fault. He inspired me to go be a man and go seek out my own, uh, success and independence which i learned on a hospital bed alone uh with holes in my body um uh, so yeah but okay so flash forward so i was there in la and i was like okay so maybe this trip didn't work out you know <clears throat> i was mostly alone mostly drinking uh fucking and i don't even i just i was like i'm okay this, this is too stressful so four weeks out i got on a plane to tampa bay florida because i wanted if i was gonna die i wanted to die on a beach uh and i didn't think i was going to die but yeah, you know, you never know so i went to uh, tampa bay uh stayed at an airbnb in st petersburg and still wasn't feeling particularly great i didn't drink for a month so after the surgery i just took off from drinking because i was like well let's just make sure nothing else is falling the fuck apart Uh, so Tampa was pretty boring, because I wasn't drinking. I was just, like, I would just walk to the beach and be like, water is beautiful, so too is the beach. I remain alone in this life. Uh, so once again, that fucking into the wild happiness is not real unless shared, uh, bounced around in my mind, because I wasn't doing a goddamn thing. Uh, or rather, it wasn't, there's no one to share it with, you know? I was just like, okay, this is cool, this is a great beach. Wow, what a beautiful city. Oh, what a fun drive. I'm alone. Uh... So I was there for a week, uh, went to CarMax, and bought a car, kind of, but ended up, they have a 30-day free free return policy, so I I was like, oh, this is a fantastic $45,000 Mercedes. I'll take it. And then I drove it to North Carolina and was like, you know what? It just wasn't good enough. Uh, So now I'm in North Carolina. Or no, I drove up the coast to Charlotte, or Charleston. This is why I'm fucking... Wildly anxious, bounce around the goddamn planet like a fucking ping pong ball. I'm looking for a home. What do I got? Airbnbs. Um, yeah, so I stayed in Charleston and my stomach was hurting because I was driving this heavy ass steering Mercedes and I like spasmed out my ab muscles, which were still healing. So I was in an excru- excruciating pain again. Thought I had, like, ripped open my insides. Uh, God, this is fucking horrible. What a terrifying, what a terrible month. <laughs> uh, so I was in Charleston. That was cute. Still wasn't drinking. Uh, finally, I got to Charlotte. Uh, I have family here. I have my stepbrother. Uh, and. Yeah. So I'm here now, and I, I do feel a little physically and mentally better. Uh, just being some just being around f- familiarity in some some capacity, and whether it's out of weakness and fear or growth, I'm like I really just want to be around like my family, you know, whatever that means. Whether it's my actual family or friends or I don't know, friends or actual family, you know what I mean, like m- biological family or whatnot. Um, yeah, Ryan, if you're listening, we'll get a drink soon. I just started drinking again, like I just said. Uh it's a lot, man. It's a lot. It's it's hard to maintain personal relationships while you're battling these inner struggles, physical and mental. And it's it's exhausting to explain that to people. I have to be like, ah, you know, I'm teetering on madness and uh psychological collapse, so I'm not I'm not sure if I'm really in the mood for a drink today. Uh you don't want to lay that on people necessarily. And that's why I do this podcast, so you can all know how unwell I really am. Um But we're getting there. I've made my list of Prioritizing medications, antidepressants, and telehealth. I real I was doing really well with the therapy. It's just as as you can tell, I'm not in one place long enough, and I don't really want to like start telehealth when I could be like in one place in person, which I would prefer, obviously. So the the it just comes down to like where am I going next and where where am I going to stay? That's what I want to figure out. Um, I liked Florida a lot. I could definitely see myself there. I just don't have the energy. And I'm not vaccinated, so I don't really, like, want to go deep, deep in, like, tight bars and clubs. Which isn't the only place I'd socialize, but, you know. Um, but it's really lovely. I can, I can dig Florida. Fuck anyone who's like, oh, God, it's so terrible. Fuck those people. I mean, it's weird, for sure. But, eh, I don't know. Maybe New York in the summer and Florida in the winter. Maybe that could be just a fine fucking way to live. Because the West Coast, God bless you, and I have so many people I love out there, but that place, the horror of being that sick and alone in a city like that. I mean, if it was anything else, if it was more serious, man, I don't know how the fuck I would have got out of that one. Um, it's, It's just, it's too big. It's too many people. Too many people. Not to sound like Joe Rogan, who I can't do an impersonation of at all. Um... What a fucking nightmare. Um, man, I hated feeling weak and vulnerable. We all do, but here let me just go to my notes because I've been writing for weeks. Uh, <laughs> so I'm in Charlotte here, and I'm at this bar. Oh, old 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 cougar paws over to me. Oh, little old cougar. She said, "I heard your conversation with the bartender. You are so articulate." I'm like, "Thanks." Uh, And we're talking, she says her name's Leah, and she's like, yeah, my name's Leah, like in the Bible, you know what they say about her in the Bible, (laughs) I just stared at her, I was like, no, she's like, well, you know the story of Leah and Jacob, I was like, no, she's like, "What, what, what do you mean, I was like, I don't know, like, I don't fucking, I don't, I don't have the Bible memorized, she's like, why not? I was like, I grew up in New York City. That don't make us memorize the Bible. You have the Bible memorized? She's like, most of it. I was like, uh... She's like, well, what do they have you learn in New York City? I'm like, I don't know. Art and science? She goes, art and science? Oh, bless your heart. I'm like, all right. Uh, <laughs> and then she starts hitting on me, and then she says, like, she's like, yeah, I have a 25-year-old black boyfriend. I'm like, cool. Well, he's definitely got me beat. Uh, and he comes in, and he's just fucking Dikembe Mutombo. I'm like, all right, well... I'd rather not get my ass kicked by Dikembe Mutumbo. Uh, and he's looking at me being like, Why are you talking to my girlfriend? I'm like, I don't know. She fucking came up to me talking about Lee and Jake. I don't know. So that's Charlotte. Charlotte, I hate bougie I hate, yeah, bougie rednecks where I'm like, not only do I make more money than you and I'm smarter than you, I make more money than you. Like, they they're so like I work for a bank and will work for this bank for my entire life, and that gives me identity. I mean, that's most places in the in this country, but, like, they think they're so... Like, I, just, I dress like how I dress. Like, I'll just wear fucking yoga shorts and a Hawaiian shirt and walk into a fancy restaurant, and they're just like, oh, my word! Uh, so that's a little exhausting. I mean, I love Southern girls. Some of, some of them are very nice and fun, but you really gotta find the country redneck ones that aren't racist. Uh, so I left that... Milf and her twenty-five-year-old black boyfriend, uh, which I was like, "Good for you guys. This is this challenges the status quo down here. I'm sure, uh, or maybe it doesn't. Maybe these old women are just banging all the black guys, young black guys." Oh, I remember when I was twenty-five. Had a lot of sex with old white women. <laughs> um, just read through these notes as old black men at the same bar. He was talking to his, like, white partner. That's how. That's usually how it works in the South. There's, like, an old black man and, like, an old white guy, and they work on the same job. Hate each other, but are also, like, don't have anyone else, anyone else in their lives that they can be friends with. Uh, he's like, slave quarters? Uh, he says something about slaves' quarters, and she's like, she had it. I actually have really bad allergies, I think. I hope. Uh... Alright, um... How long is this? 20 minutes, we're about at it. So yeah, I mean, the, I'll, I'll revisit this, this fucking appendectomy. Uh, whew, man. I, I guess the takeaway is just like... Gotta calm down. Gotta stop beating myself up. Because it's starting to... I mean, of course, of course. We all knew this was coming. Of, of course I was going to make myself ill for my fucking... Anxiety and rage. Uh... Who knows? Maybe I'll go home, face Lord Vader, build my fucking studio behind the house like my like I initially planned. Uh, and, and it's a little bit more feasible now that I have my own gainful employment, steady employment. Uh, and the East Coast is very accessible to me now, and I can really wrap my mind around the places that I've seen on this East Coast uh, journey so far. And feel less trapped. Daddy bought a BMW. Uh, feel less trapped in where I was, because in LA, I, I, I didn't leave Silver Lake, I was in Silver Lake for five months, like, playing video games, the only happiness I had was playing Call of Duty with my boys, my man, um, didn't really socialize, didn't really go out much, got to go up at the improv, that was awesome, uh, but then I had an append- I had appendicitis a week later, so, who fucking knows? Someone was saying that, like, uh, coronavirus might have something to do with appendectomies or appendicitis, like the inflammation involved, because a lot of people have been getting uh, appendicitis this year, apparently. But who fucking knows? I don't really care. It's done. Uh, I'm told it went well. I still have some physical therapy and some healthy things to start doing, because my stomach muscles are still pretty tight. Um, But that's just exercise and getting back on track. Uh, What else? Yeah, hold on. I mean, 35 is not a time to be alone. Or any age, really. But be alone in your 20s. You're mostly bulletproof. You'll bounce back. But as you get a little older, you really have to decide decide what family means and who... You'll need to rely on somebody. Even the most diehard of lone wolves like myself that showed me that. You need people. Because if you don't have them, that is a bleak place to be staring out of a hospital bedroom not knowing how you're going to get back to your lonely fucking subletted apartment uh, with no one waiting for you unfortunately I had a very dear friend who was but she just as, just as easily could have not been so take care of your health guys uh, if you can and uh, ouch my 30s has grown up a little more thanks guys